0: Well, hello there, and welcome to Ask Alley, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Ask Alley is the longest-running spiritual podcast on iTunes, now Apple Podcasts. I've been there since 2005. Today is Monday, August 29th, 2022. I want to thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. If you'd like to get a reading or find out more about me, just visit outofbodyecstasy.com. And don't forget, if you like this episode, please give it a 5-star rating, review, and share it with three friends. Now, I have a, I have a brand new little uh, podcast um, mixer thing, <coughs> <laughs> which I am a nerd about and I keep playing with. Sorry. Um, I'll probably be a nerd for quite some time. Sorry, guys. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm liking this little thing quite a bit. And... Um, I like the echo echo version hello 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 yeah (laughs) it's like I'm in a cave that's what I like that's what I like the most about it but we are on season 17 episode 26 believe it or not which made me think of America um was it America's greatest hero believe it or not I'm walking on in. yeah America's greatest hero things that come to me. Um, I am actually doing a um, a metaphysical fair as a reader. Wow. Let's, put, let's, let's get some applause for that. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have not done um, a fair since 2013, I think. So it has been quite some time. Uh, and I decided what the heck. There's going to be one in Creston, which is, see, I'm on one side of Worcester, Ohio, and Creston is on the other side of Worcester. So it's not that far away. It's in Wayne County. It is going to be October 9th, and as soon as I find out more about it and times and et cetera, et cetera, I will let you know. And if you haven't seen me at a physical fair and have not got a reading from me in person and you live by, I highly suggest you show up and say hi and get a reading from me. All right, because that would be awesome. Um, Some not so awesome news. My gim-gim died. Gimli, my grumpy, my old man, my big dog, my yellow lab, went to sleep Tuesday night and never woke up Wednesday. Um, To say it was shocking is an understatement. Uh, He was perfectly fine, Uh, you know. Nothing out of the ordinary at all. He went to his his nice, comfortable three hundred dollar dog bed and lay down. And just you know, five a.m. Wednesday morning, I got up and uh, no, he he was gone. He went peacefully in his sleep. I didn't see any type of trauma. Uh, nothing to indicate that he was he struggled or was in pain or or anything like that. He just closed his eyes and that was that. An ending that I wish for all of us someday, where we're just we just float away. Um, but it was a shock to me. Uh, luckily, I had a friend at the bus garage who came out and and put helped me put Gimli into my car so I could get him cremated. Um, she did most of the work, but uh, when it came to taking him out of the house and putting him in the car, I of course helped, I had I had to help. He was a very heavy dog, and then of course being deceased, he you seem to have weighed heavy, even heavier, Um, dead weight, I think they call it, but I was very grateful for her to come out and help me out with that, because I don't don't do well. I I don't. I have many strengths in life. Um, Dead animals, not one of them. I I freak out and um, lose my train of thought. I mean, I called my boss at 5 (laughs) a.m., and, uh, you know, I just i can't think things through i just go into a panic so i'm very grateful for my coworker and my boss that they were able to see me through things but no more gim gim which of course makes me really worry about bubba uh, who i expected to go before Gimli. Um, he's older and um, his his i guess date of expiration i don't know how else to put it uh, he's further beyond it than Gimli was since Gimli was a lab It labs live between 10 and 12 years normally um, he was 13 years in a month. Uh, good thing my son came home in July and got to say bye to him since that was his dog. Um, Bubba here is blue healer between 12 and 14 years. He turned 15 in March and here we are in August. So he is really pushing the envelope. Um, he just doesn't want to leave and I'm, I'm okay with that for now. So hopefully he'll hang on for a lot longer. Um, all right. Let us move forward to the magical item of the week, which is fossils. I love fossils. Um, Fossils, the energy is receptive. The element it connects with is like the Ashka Records, Ashka. The powers, elemental power, past life regression, protection and longevity. Um, You can place a fossil in the home or maybe as a piece of jewelry to Increase your natural defenses, increase your protection. Um, you can also uh, wear them as amulets to increase your lifespan. There were, there are really fossilized sand dollars, which is, has a natural five-point design. They, they're linked to the pentagram, and which is an ancient protective symbol and all the elements. And because the fossils are ruled by Ashka, the fifth element, uh, these ancient sand dollars are carried or used in magic to gain awareness of the realms of earth, air, fire, and water. And once that has been achieved, then elemental magic can begin. Now to use it for a past life regression, say you go in for past life regression or you are listening to you know one online a meditation, an MP3 regression, something like that. Um, if you have the fossil, uh, in your receptive hand, and that's the hand uh, that you do not write with, if you have it in your hand or at least right next to you during the regression, it'll help take you back uh, to the oldest life that you've had, which would be your first life, okay? Now, if your first life precedes the fossil's age, you will only get to the fossil's age. It can't take you back to the first. But if you're a relatively newer soul, and the fossil is older than your lives, then you'll go back to the first time you were incarnated. All right, so the magical item of the week is fossils. All right, awesome. Now for the Oracle Card Overview of the Week for August 29th, 2022, I am using the Sacred Destiny Oracle Cards by Denise Lynn. You can see a picture of the cards I'm about to draw on this episode's post on Out of Body Ecstasy. All right, so let's see what's happening here. And if you haven't checked out my TikTok, I actually am posting there. I know it's a surprise, but I'm, I'm trying to do daily inside. It doesn't always end up being daily. But the nice thing is, I don't put, I don't say what day it is when I'm doing on the daily inside on TikTok. So whichever TikTok you listen to and the card I pull, it's for you regardless when I originally pulled it all right so let's see here um, with this new podcast set up the microphone is very sensitive and if I shuffle on the table it gets to be very loud so I'm putting it down now see you heard it? you put it down let's pull three cards There's one and come here Let's get the rest of the cards out of here. And what do we have for this week? All right. All right. Ooh. All right. So for Monday and Tuesday, I pulled the opportunity card. Opportunities will be presented for you, whether it is a small opportunity or a large opportunity or maybe someplace in between. Every opportunity you get leads to another opportunity, provided you take the first opportunity. So if you're offered, I don't know, to do something extra in your job, and you do it, then you might be ordered, or not be ordered, be asked to do more of that work, which will eventually lead to promotion. You know, opportunities lead to opportunities. Or if you see, uh, or have an aha moment, where you say, hmm, I bet you I could turn that into a business. Get going on the business, that's your opportunity, so you can make money. So opportunities abound. For you on Monday and Tuesday. Make sure you stay in the present and keep your eyes open so you can grab them. The card for Wednesday and Thursday is leadership. It is not two days for you to be a follower, it is a day for you to be a leader in whatever you're doing. Um, it doesn't mean to let your ego take over, it doesn't mean that you need to be a leader over a lot of people. It could be just a leader over yourself. But it's two days to not follow somebody, to not follow their lead, you can't take their suggestions, but you're not a follower. You take what you hear, you take what you see or you read, and you lead yourself or lead others with it. Okay, so that's Wednesday and Thursday. And then for Friday, Saturday and Sunday next week, which is the start of Labor Day weekend here in the States, we have the transformation card. So life will be shifting from one way to the other. Now when you have transformation, even at the start of transformation. Let me tell you, the universe is gonna win one way or the other. You you cannot win. You can delay all you want. Um, that just makes life difficult for you. But in the end, the universe does always win out. It's more powerful than we are individually, correct? So transformation starts Friday, Saturday, and Sunday into a different aspect of your life. It doesn't mean you're transform transforming into a whole new life it could be just a small aspect of your life like um, getting a new animal or making a decision to go on a trip which eventually you'll live at that place Um, or you know checking out uh, new houses in the area or maybe a schoolie you never know or tiny house living you're looking at land you're looking at different tiny house uh, plants whatever it is this is starting the transformation into something new. So you need to roll with it. Don't don't put your you know your feet down and stomp down and say, no, I can't do this, I won't do this, I refuse to change. Because honestly, you're only going to find yourself in deeper doo doo if you put your foot down and say, I am not changing. That's what we do here at humans, as humans. We change and evolve. We have to if we don't then we're stuck and nothing ever changes and how boring is that even as a good old taurus as i am i do like when some things change all right so monday and tuesday windows of opportunity wednesday and thursday we got leadership and friday saturday and sunday we have transformation And we had the cheers to go (laughs) along with it. I promise. I'll probably only play with this for like a few more months, maybe. And then I'll stop. But, yeah, I can't promise you that. We'll give it a shot. So the topic this week is three fail-proof ways to go outside your comfort zone. So the comfort zone, what is it? It's our nice, neat, comfy area where we feel all nice and snuggly and warm and safe. And there's nothing new and there's nothing to scare us. Nothing, nothing, nothing. It's just everything stays the same. And we're kind of like an automatic pilot because it does stay the same. All right? So that's the comfort zone. It's what we know. There's nothing to, to jump out and say, surprise, it is exactly what we know, and it's the same thing all the time. That is our comfort zone. So you hear people all the time, myself most certainly included, saying if you need to go outside your comfort zone. You're like, but Allie, man, you just said comfort zone's nice and cozy, it's what we know, it's familiar, it's all nice and and warm and and cozy. Why in the world would I want to go outside of it? Because that is the only way change will occur. That is the only way growth will occur. If you do not ever go outside your comfort zone, all you're doing really is just waiting. Waiting for what? I, I don't know. But just waiting. So everything's put on hold. You're in stagnation. You're in the land in between where nothing goes on with the same old, same old, same old stuff. Now, again, you might be saying, Allie, but I love that. And well, congratulations, glad you do. But you can't stay that way. At some point in time, you need to go outside your comfort zone. So why is it so hard to go outside your comfort zone? because as human beings, we are creatures of habit. We like autopilot. We like not having to, to think things through. You know, our, our work day, we just like to, it's like driving a bus. Um, I can do my routes on autopilot, I really can It's It's the cars driving around me and what the kids do on the bus that don't make it autopilot. But I don't have to think about how my route is i know exactly where i need to go and i forgot where i was going with that (laughs) it just completely left oh thank you being 55. had a thought and now it's completely and totally gone on it uh why it's so hard to get out of it oh because it's easy i think that's where i was going um it's just it's there's no surprises. There are no surprises whatsoever when you're inside your comfort zone. And people, for the most part, do not like the unknown. They don't want <laughs> they they always want to know what's around the corner, what's gonna happen, what are the possibilities. And if you go outside your comfort zone, you don't know. It's like a, a crapshoot. You know, it's usually a pretty good one. You usually get rewards for going outside your comfort zone, but we get so scared that we just don't. That's why it is so hard to go outside of it. We're creatures of habit and we don't like the unknown. That's simple. So what are three fail-proof ways to go outside your comfort zone? Well, I am a Taurus, and as most of you know, and when I'm comfortable, I am comfortable. And I do not, under any circumstances. Like to move outside my comfort zone, I don't. So besides taking, a, you know, an act of God or Congress, whichever, is, whichever is more difficult to get, um, it, I rarely make big changes. But I have found ways that I can go outside my comfort zone, and when I do use one of the three ways, or maybe all through the three ways at the same time, things happen, and it's always been good. I've never had anything bad happen when I go outside my comfort zone. Now, can you have rejection outside your comfort zone? Of course you can. That just means that direction outside your comfort zone isn't for you or the way you did it isn't for you, right? Um, So rejection or someone saying no or it not going well, it's not the end of the world. You just now know how not to do it, right? So the three ways that I have found that are foolproof. one go a little outside your comfort zone. For example, say you don't like to drive a whole lot and you just drive within your town. And you don't you don't drive any place outside of town. If, if so, or outside of your neighborhood, you have somebody come get you, or you take a bus, or you walk, or something, but you just won't drive it. Maybe you had a bad experience, you know, twenty years ago where you're just too scared to to go outside, you know, and drive outside your neighborhood. But say you go one day a fourth of the way past your normal boundaries. Just a fourth, fourth of a mile, that's it, which is not very far at all. And then you turn around and you come back, just a fourth of a mile. And you do that maybe one day the first week, then the second week maybe two, the third third week maybe three or four. And then you skip it up to a half a mile outside your comfort zone, and you build up that way. Okay, so it's just a little bit at a time. Say you wanna write a blog, and you, you don't do it because you're too scared to be. Who wants to read what I have to write? So type up the blog post, but don't post it, okay? Or find ideas for the blog post, but don't write it. And then the following week, take those ideas you found and write one, but don't post it. And then the following week, You post one of them, little by little, just a a tad bit at a time, okay? So that's number one. Number two, don't think, feel. Because when we think, now, granted, thinking sometimes is a really good thing. Don't get me wrong. Um, But we think our way out of things. We want to do something. It feels right. We're getting pulled towards it. But then we talk ourselves out of it. So don't think, feel, and then jump. Um, my example for that was, uh, gosh, B-School back in 2013. And I was terrified because I was thinking about it. How am I going to pay for this? It, it was like 1500 bucks a month or something back then, or maybe it was 700 bucks a month. Whatever it was, it could have been 400 I didn't have it in 2013. I didn't have it at all. So any little bit of money outside you know, my, my little budget wasn't going to fly. And had I kept thinking about it, I would have talked myself out of it. But I felt and how it would feel to be part of this group and meet these women. So I did it, and it turned out to be a bonanza. Not, not really the, the, the class itself, the B-School itself, although it, it has helped many people that I know. Um, what I found the most valuable was the people in it. That was the most valuable for me. And also school bus driving. Not in a gazillion years. A gazillion and two maybe would I've ever, ever, ever thought I'd drive a school bus. I can I still, by the way, cannot parallel park a car. I also can't what's called dock parking, where you go past something and then you you know you back in. I still can't do that in my car. I can't. Um, So the thought of having to do that, and having all those kids on the bus, and having to to make sure they're safe and deal with them, never, never. But I needed a job, and nobody was hiring me, even though I knew I was pretty awesome. So I didn't think about it. I really didn't. I saw the ad for bus drivers, and I put in my application. And uh, three minutes later, I got a call for an interview. So. You know, I didn't think, I felt. And number three, the five-second rule. And this is compliments of Mel Robbins. Uh, I read this book of hers many eons. It feels like many eons ago. It's probably maybe five years ago, six years ago. But the five-second rule, you know, it does apply to food, (laughs) but it also applies for you to do things. If you're scared to do something, like go outside your comfort zone, you count down five, four, three, two, one, and then you do it. Now, with the five-second rule, for me, there's usually a lot of cussing in the beginning. Blank, whatever it is, and I know I don't want to do it but I because it's outside my comfort zone, but I know I have to do it. I cuss, cuss, I cuss so much, and then I go, 5, 4, three, two, one, and then I just do it. And um, 9.8 times out of 10, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. There are instances where it was kind of worse, um, but uh, not, not, that's not the, the majority of the time at all whatsoever. All right, so go a little outside, that's number one. Don't think, feel, that's number two. And the five-second rule by Mel Robbins, you know, grab her book if you want to read more about it, that is number three. And I swear to God, they all work. Because, again, I'm a Taurus. To get me to do anything, <laughs> next to impossible. And these three things work on me. All right. I want to thank you for joining me here for Ask Allie. If you like this episode, please rate it and tell your friends. The more people who listen equals the more people I can help have their aha moments. Join me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And if no one told you today, you are fabulous. Take care and have an exceptional week.